Today on The Good Word, we're talking about the scope of humility and the long-term effects of healing. When I first learned about the scientific method in elementary school, I was eager to jump ahead and do the experiments. The teacher asked the class what the first step of answering a scientific question was, and I threw my hand up immediately, guessed some possible answers. Close, but not quite right. The first step to solving the problem is defining the problem, admitting that there is an answer to be found in the first place. In our relationship with God and with our fellow men, we're bound to run into conflict between our current selves and the self we'd like to be. But admitting we need help to solve that gap between who and where we are and who and what we'd like to be isn't very easy. For this reason, in Isaiah chapter 57, the Lord gives the necessary ingredients He requires from those He heals. Those who wish to find His peace must be ready to accept it on His terms. For thus saith the High and Lofty One that inhabiteth eternity, whose name is Holy. I dwell in the high and holy place, with him also that is of a contrite and humble spirit, to revive the spirit of the humble, and to revive the heart of the contrite ones. I have seen his ways, and will heal him. I will lead him also, and restore comforts unto him and to his mourners. I create the fruit of the lips, peace. Peace to him that is far off, and to him that is near, saith the Lord, and I will heal him. A prerequisite for peace and healing is humility. Humility is the first step in receiving any kind of help, since otherwise we'd be too stubborn to submit to someone's guidance. In Isaiah, God says those seeking his comfort must be led by him. The two parts interchangeable. We can't be healed or comforted when we remain in opposition or stubbornness to God and His ways. His path is where healing and peace are both found, the only place where the wounds of our soul can be healed. The world will do its best to humble us for its own benefit when we're browbeaten into submission by the demands of mortal life. God offers a better way. The natural weaknesses and unavoidable sorrows of life we face don't have to be final or the end, since there's always hope and healing available if we're willing to accept it. When we're battered about by the storms of life, it can be tempting to hold on to the last little bit of pride as all we have left in the world. But that last and great sacrifice is precisely what God asks of us who wish to be His servants. Our Savior Himself set the example of humility completely turning over his will to his Father, becoming a source of peace and healing for all because he could do that and did. We may not yet be prepared mentally and spiritually to turn over our entire lives, but the incremental gift of the self we give to God gives us greater and greater access to heaven's power and healing. The more we lose ourselves in the service of our fellow men and of our God, the more of ourself there is to find. What a beautiful paradox. God's purpose is to help us find eternal life, something only achieved by those willing to become like Him in all things. And that's the good word 